forever. Dog. Uh, guys, quarantine day 500. Yeah, everyone's doing <laughs> countdowns, and the numbers are now, <laughs> now like so. But oh it's like, my, it could reach numbers. that. Like, it could reach that. We can't be saying 500 now, or even 100 now, when it could reach that, you know? Nobody uh, wants that. Nobody <laughs> wants that. No. Um, yeah. We were talking about how <laughs> they, they're trying to make people pay $20 to rent a movie that would have been in theaters yeah. just to see on your home television yeah. screen. And I don't know who would do that. Um, I d- I've done uh, it. Actually, but now I do. It's James. <laughs> <laughs> we always knew James was a part of this. All right. We Look, hold on, wait, hold on, wait. Let me, ex- let me explain. I watched it like for a pur- purpose. Like I didn't just, it, I wasn't like itching to see Bloodshot, you mm-hmm. know? I wasn't like, man, you know what I got to do? I got to see Bloodshot. I wasn't feeling that. I I would have been on board to do it if we was gonna do it for the for the podcast. Yeah, well, I mean, I would have done it if it wouldn't have been that crazy freaking. Let me look, man. Twenty dollars to rent that thing. I thought I was buying it for twenty dollars. They lost their mind. Lost <laughs> they ever loving. I gotta watch Deadshot. Vin Diesel ain't even want to watch Deadshot. They want to no. make money. <laughs> they want to make money. It's so sad. They don't. They don't get to make money. You see him. Oh, listen. You go to Vin Diesel's Twitter right now. See how many see how many clips he got on his Twitter and Instagram about Deadshot. He probably got two. All right, like two. He don't even want to talk about the movie. Bloodshot. But what is it called? Bloodshot. Bloodshot. Come on, that don't make no sense. We got Deadshot. That makes sense because he's a dead shot. No, because it's Bloodshot. about it's about um like his blood is uh shot. Nano, nanobites. <laughs> na- na- nanites. And they and so when he gets activated. He gets bloodshot eyes because it's the, you know, the nanobots is all up in his eyes. They get all bloodshot. Cool. <laughs> that is what um, it is. That is, what it's is it that, really? That's even. Yeah. That that's, is so. <laughs> there's one goodness. scene where they like zoom into his eye. It's like the movie's over, but it's like the last like big punch he does. They like zoom into his eyes and they're like, now they're bloodshot. Ugh. <laughs> Is he even go bald? I mean, does he even like get his hair and go white in the movie? Because he has hair. He's oh not no, he de- he doesn't get his hair. No, the character supposed to have hair. Diesel. Yeah. No, he doesn't get his hair. Get that man a toupee, man. <laughs> I I think Vin Diesel with the toupee would look really funny, like really funny. <laughs> I can't even imagine it. In every movie he had one in. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, the, the like the lawyer movie, the movie where he's in the court movie that he made. Oh, oh, when he was like when he was playing like an, an Italian mobster or oh something like God, that. Like a snitch. Yeah. yeah, what was that movie? I was just talking was, about this. He was, movie. he was pretty funny in that. Uh, hold on, let me do that. He was pretty good. Pretty remember, good. Remember the the pacifier? Why are we talking about Vin Diesel? <laughs> <laughs> because we're talking about how I spent twenty dollars to rent Bloodshot, and I also didn't enjoy it. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> That's hey, you know doing. what? Y'all better be nice. Blush, I might get nominated for an Oscar this year. So, yeah, best the way special are effects. Going. Bad Boy is gonna oh, be the highest oh, grossing right. film. Yo, 
It's like they're doing this, like NFL. They're doing like a they're doing like a Madden. Uh, they're gonna be like <laughs> have players play celebrities on Madden. They're doing that horse competition for the NBA. Did you see like? A- yeah, yo, is there, I heard they're opening up training. Ca- I mean, uh, practice gyms for the NBA, depending on what state they're in. That feels like cheating. I mean, it's this is it's like what do we like? The, like <laughs> our sports are just. People just playing games because nobody yep. knows what to do. Uh, and then they get beat by kids who play games really well. So the movie it's like is called Find washed. Me Guilty. That's where Tim Find where me Vin guilty. Diesel wears a toupee. It's called Find it. Me Guilty? Yep, Find Me Guilty. Oh, <laughs> Lord of mercy. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's... <laughs> what are you missing most about uh, not being able to go out. Um, who? I think I'm missing like being at a place where music plays that's outside of my control. Like getting surprised by mm. a song. Oh, this! Oh, snap! This! They, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They're playing this. Yeah, I missed I just, that. Yeah. <laughs> I was telling Gerard. I just texted him the other day. I was like, yeah, like. I miss. I was uh, playing uh, Ice Cube. You know that uh, song from Save the Last Dance soundtrack. Uh, you could put. You could do it. Put your back into it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot that was one of his songs. Lord Ice Cube. Um, uh, and uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, I'm like listening to that. I was like, damn, I miss being at a club. That's it, man. That DJ. I miss it so much. I just miss, you know what it is? I miss, basically both of y'all said, I just miss the, like the bar where you can have music. I can have a little drink. Yeah. We out in LA. It's sunny. And just so it's around. like, oh man, just yeah. uh, dancing. You know. Gerard like, being like, uh, oh yeah, I'm about to kiss the girls. What? <laughs> Wait. What? You didn't Gerard, have to Gerard. keep dancing while he was doing Why are you, why are you <laughs> snapping? Why are you snapping no, just, your fingers like that? I'm just being you. You're like, oh, you dancing. You know, you looking at, okay. Oh, oh look at that shorty. Oh, man. I'm about to kiss the girls. <laughs> first off, first off, what? No, I don't like this. Because I don't kiss random people in the mouth, okay? All right, that's how you got kissing disease. I forgot what it's called. But there's a kissing Herpes? disease. <laughs> and I'm not kidding. <laughs> Mono kissing ran, mono, mono. Oh, mono yeah, well, and her piece, but mono. Man, yeah, like her piece is on the I'm list. Just kissing too. the girls, you know what? I don't need this from y'all. Uh, I do miss out there. That opening made me sad because I can't go outside even if I wanted. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of people listening to this podcast. He's like, yeah, I want you to kiss the girls. Stop dancing Stop while you snapping. say it. Why are you snapping? <laughs> like, let's, start, let's start the show. Jonathan Raylock, James the Third, Drop Milligan, Jake Milligan. What more can I say? Say what it is. Men can jump. Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Quarantine City. Sha la 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 my mo. My looks like the guys too. Sha 
ain't gonna kiss the girl. Kiss the girl. Ah, ah. Oh, la Morgan Freeman and Ashley Judd in the movie Kiss the Girls. Ah, ah. La, 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 la. Alex Cross. <laughs> That's <laughs> random. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. random. I, and not I appropriate for this movie. <laughs> I don't know. I think it is. I think it's very appropriate. Wow. Drink your water. Your see-through water. <laughs> All right. Wow. Um, uh, for, for those of you listening for the first time and managed to get through that cold opening, my name is Jonathan <laughs> You're welcome. This smooth, cool, intellectual, uh, quarantined, uh, need-to-be-escaped to unleash the dragon voice here is... Uh, oh. <laughs> At least the dragon sounded weird. That I don't. Let's erase that part. Gerard Milligan. Yeah, and My this smooth talking, smooth voice you hear, right. it's James the <laughs> Third. All right, I don't know if you guys remember. We're actually trying to keep these episodes shorter. Okay, so Are we? <laughs> far oh, yeah, I forgot. Out. Honestly, that's my fault. I got. I've this been is... recording for ten minutes now, so. <laughs> Uh, just so you guys know, we are a film review podcast. We review the films of leading black actors. We talk about them in the context yeah. of race, race, and yeah. diversity in Hollywood. Woo! And today, <laughs> um, we are reviewing the uh, 1997 film, I believe. Yeah, 97, 97. Yeah. Kiss the Girls, starring Morgan Freeman, Ashley Judd. Yeah. Uh, Woo! It's based off of a famous novel, best-selling novel, uh, James Patterson, 1995. Uh, There's also a sequel to this movie called Along Came a Spider. Uh, Alex Cross is the the detective who is trying to find his niece who went missing and is most likely kidnapped by a serial killer slash kid, kidnapper. Yeah, I don't know. Um and yeah, black he's a fer- detective. And he's a yeah, black detective in the in the South. Uh uh though that doesn't the race stuff doesn't come up too much. They they mention it. Mm-hmm. Uh we'll talk more about that. Uh what else is there to say? Oh well this film's budget was twenty seven million dollars uh to make it made sixty point five million at the box hey. office. Um, mm. its Rotten Tomato score is twenty nine percent. Dag, really? Yeah, and the audience score is sixty two percent. Yo, this Ooh, is here's a fun boo. fact. Here's a fun fact. Uh, Kiss the Girls came out first movie wise, but Alice Cross's first appearance was in the book Along Came a Spider, which was actually the sequel movie and not the first movie. Ah, interesting. Don't know if that means anything, but you know, just yeah, no, that be happening. That happened with um. The Da Vinci Code. Oh, really? Like Angels and Demons was first, and then Da Vinci Code was oh. second, I think. No, or whichever not, one no. came out third. With the third one? Well, got it. A- oh, well, The Da Vinci Code definitely came out first, movie wise, and then Angels yeah, and was... Demons. Yeah, but that's. I thought that Angels and Demons was the first book. Yeah. Oh, okay. no, fully... no, it's The Da Vinci Code. I could be fully wrong. Oh, is it? I don't know. I don't know I either. I, saw one of those I never read those. Books. I, was like, I remember hey. how popular they were, though. Yeah, Mad Pops. I Mad saw Pops. The, the Da Vinci Code. It's so funny. That's the yeah, weirdest time Hanks' hair has ever been. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what is this? <laughs> da Vinci Code. Yeah, Angels and Demons Why was first. Why are you getting that slick back hair? Oh, wow. 
Hey, what? did you guys know Angels and Demon was first and then the Da Vinci Code was Hey, second? I know I've said it a few times. <laughs> <laughs> I just needed to look it up. You mean the book? See if I wasn't just saying nonsense. Yes, the book. The book. I just want to make, make sure y'all knew. I didn't know if y'all knew hey, that that fact was. Gerard. <laughs> uh, all right. Hollywood is shut down. All production has stopped and funding for new projects is tough to come by. There has never been a better time to talk through the entertainment industry's issues and try to reimagine Hollywood. And that's what Hollywood the Sequel, a new podcast from LAS Studios, will be doing. Listen as journalist John Horn talks to some of the most important and up-and-coming actors, producers, and directors about what we can expect the future of Hollywood to look like. And more importantly, how it should look. Will there be greater representation for women, for people of color? Will there be a return to the small and intimate movie? Will there be a permanent shift towards streaming and away from movie theaters? Are YouTube, TikTok, and podcasts reshaping the media landscape once and for all? Can movie theaters rebound from shutdown with streaming and social distances as a norm? As Hollywood the sequels ask these questions and more, this limited-run series will spark an ongoing conversation about how to use the current crisis as an opportunity to fix the entertainment industry's fault lines. Stay tuned after this episode for an exclusive Hollywood the sequel trailer. Available June 23rd. Download Hollywood the sequel for free at laist.com slash Hollywood the sequel or wherever you listen to podcasts. That's laist.com slash Hollywood the sequel. Hey everyone, it's Jamie Lee and Rose Cerno from the wonderful Sex in the City podcast. Couldn't help but wonder. We analyze the show, you might have heard of it, Sex in the City, through the lens of our own very messy lives. And wait, we're not messy, are we? I mean, I'm definitely messy. Okay, yeah, no, we are. We started this podcast because we are ginormous fans of Sex in the City. It has changed culture. Every show you like now basically started with Sex in the City, but it hasn't aged well in all areas. There are parts that really hold up and parts not so much. So we talk about the show, but we also bring the show into 2020 and we analyze it with this modern lens. So please check out and subscribe to Couldn't Help But Wonder only on the Forever Dog Podcast Network. And also you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Pod. The world is hard. Don't think of us as a guilty pleasure. Think of us as a consummate pleasure, a tingle for your toes that goes into a full body eargasm. New episodes every Tuesday coming at ya. Um, so yeah, sh- uh, this is this film's on Netflix in case you and so is Along Came a Spider. I don't know oh. if I'm necessarily going to see it, but it is on nope. Netflix as well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, you want to start with initial thoughts, Jura? I'll go. Hey man, look, I thought this movie actually was very well made. It's just it it put me in a bad mood, man. It's like I you realize watching these movies like how trash the world is and how trash men are. And it's just I man, it was a tough watch. Like there wasn't anything graphic about it, but the fact that I mean again, I don't know if anything like this is extreme as happening in real life, but stuff like this happens where people get kidnapped, where women get kidnapped. And it just I don't know, man. I was creeped out the whole time. Uh, I don't I, look. I will say this though: it was funny because um, this is the first time I ever seen like Morgan Freeman with a shirt off, and I was like, "Is Morgan Freeman about to get it on in this movie?" <laughs> like they was like, like she was like patching him up when he got hit in the ribs. I was like he doesn't yeah. even have like a cut. His inner, 
his his internal. Oh, but she's a doctor. Never mind. Never mind. I was like, why is he? Why is she putting him out? He ain't got no bruises. Anyway, nah. Alex Cross is married. Oh, he's married. Mm-hmm. Oh, we didn't see his wife in this movie. <laughs> wow. Also, I will say I liked it. I was entertained by it. I thought it was really cool for Morgan Freeman. Um, also, watching this movie, it made me think of this article that came out in, um, I think, The Hollywood Reporter about African Americans and their hair on set. And I was like, clearly Morgan Freeman's um, hairstylist was not black because he had no shape up this entire movie. And it just irked at me the whole movie. I was like, get my man to shape up. He out here saving people's lives. And he ain't got no shape up. Anyway, that's all I got. <laughs> Uh, do you want me to go? Sure. Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah. I mean, for those who don't know, like this, there there aren't graphic, graphic scenes, but there's a like, uh, if 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 it's definitely a trigger warning for people who've been sexually assaulted because, you know, the whole yeah. <laughs> the whole movie is like oh, this movie is about like this guy who's like creeping and there are, you know, he's molesting people in it so uh and it, yeah i feel the same way Gerard. it's like it was very uneasy and creepy um uh tessa watched this movie with me she hated it um <laughs> i did oh, she I, hated it she well she just there were so many things where she was like that that's not normal they shouldn't be doing that especially because like there are like a lot of parts where like morgan freeman um was like it's okay it's okay but like like caressing Ashley Judd, and he's, I thought so too. I was like, "Whoa, wait a minute! If she had just been assaulted, you're not going to want to touch her like that. Like nobody wants to be touched like that after they've been assaulted." Um, uh, but she was like, "This was clearly directed by a man." I was like, "Yeah, definitely." Um, that said, I did think it was really cool that there had this movie with like this like lead black detective who was yeah it was just like it felt like a movie that they usually give to white leads and it was mm-hmm. you know like this cop who's out of his jurisdiction who is trying to find his niece uh who's like uh yeah has a black family um he's like yeah it, it, and he's like smart and he's like kind of a little bit ahead of like the FBI and the other police that are on it and they're like you know, there's that scene with like J.O. Sanders where, where he's interrogating the guy and they're like, what is he doing? He's like, he's doing what he does. And you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, that's cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, I didn't think this movie, I don't, I'm not exactly sure why it has a 29%. I do think like it wasn't, it was, it was weird. Like, I don't know why they had like, so, like these, like, this guy like being like, I'm Casanova and all this, like other than to like creep you out, but it wasn't, I don't know. It's strange. I I can't, but I, it's hard for me to watch films like this. Like it was hard to watch like the girl with the dragon tattoo. I saw the, the, was it first Danish or Swedish? Um, Like the first, the foreign film. And then they made the American one. I never saw the American one because I was like, I can't, I can't watch that again. Like, (laughs) it's like too much. I saw that. I saw that shameless plug at a premiere and I couldn't walk out of that scene. That scene is not a short scene, man. Ugh. Yeah, it's a lot. Uh, and uh, anyway, um, 
I'm kind of like impressed that the I don't know. It's hard to I, yeah. I'm interested to talk more about. It. I felt like well, this was like like really cool. Like Morgan Freeman's like in a like a lead role, which he I don't know if he had really been much. Like what was his his biggest movie before this? Probably Driving Miss Daisy. I mean, and that came out you in know, the eighties. Yeah, and like he 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 was in other movies like Seven and stuff, but like he wasn't. There were other people who were. Just as you know, much the lead as he was, right? Mm-hmm. Um, lean on me. Anyway, I mean, also it's an interesting movie. What else? What are you, oh, wait, what's up, James? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think I saw this and Along Came the Spider um, in theaters, and um, I remember them making me feel uncomfortable and me being like, I don't want to see this <laughs> again. Um, but watching it now through this lens, uh, I thought it was super dope. Like, I mean, like Morgan Freeman playing this, this black detective who like goes to the, to the deep South and investigates (laughs) and investigates a series of, um, kidnappings and murders outside of his jurisdiction. Like it's dope. You know, um, I, uh, Thought he did a great job. Ashley Judd in this movie is is just really fantastic. She did. Um, she did all that. of the stuff that that Tesla was talking about made me uncomfortable too. Like it was like, no, this feels like <laughs> like this isn't handled. They're not handling this well. Um, and I don't know that it would have been something that I would have picked up on uh, when I saw it in the nineties. Um, and yeah, I mean, I I. I find I found it interesting that the race stuff kind of was like dropped after a while. It seemed like it, it almost seemed like you know like why set it there if That's not true. to yeah. explore that like if not for that to be part you know he's outside of his he shouldn't be even working there. So like the fact that he doesn't get more you know like heat of the night style like <laughs> pushback <laughs> is like feels odd a little bit. Um uh, but I will say, like I, I had I called him Black Jack Ryan uh, uh, on the podcast when we were talking about doing this, and I, the Jack Ryan TV show, he never owns up to anything that he does wrong, and in the middle of this movie, Cross says like, "I fucked up." You want me to say that? And I, I don't know, like there's something that I, I know that it's him having to admit a flaw, but I really appreciated that, like. He did. He messed up in the middle of the movie. He messed up and he owned up to it, and then still like uh, saves the day in the end. I don't know. I, I thought that was cool. Yeah. Also, I'm looking at Morgan Freeman's yeah, movies. He, yeah. Before this, they kind of they might have had to give it to him. He did like Unforgiven, Shawshank, Seven, right before this, and I was like, ooh, he was coming off some heat. Like he had some heat at this point when this movie came out. Yeah, yeah. He was always like really good. Yeah like supporting role like Shawshank Redemption he's like you remember him a lot in that movie he's like a really you know like one of the main characters and he's like the narrator mm-hmm. kind of but like the movie's about Tim Robbins but like Seven it's like similar it's like he's a really big part of that movie uh but like Brad, you're like Brad Pitt's like the new guy you know yeah. I don't know there's like what's in the box sorry so fun um yeah, man, this, yeah, so, yeah, let's get into it. It's funny, like, I think maybe it was just, it, this movie does kind of, it is a little 
paint by numbers at times and i feel like they could have made it a, a bit more interesting with the um i'll say this and i don't know why <laughs> uh so if you want to see this movie go see it because we're going to spoil it obviously but right when like uh, what how do you pronounce his last name carrie ells you robin hood uh <clears throat> yeah, yeah robin hood. i call him robin hood <laughs> elvis <laughs> james you gonna call him robin hood too no, no. I just just so that just so that Gerard knows who we're talking. about. I know about. we talking about Bro- El- Elvis, right? Elvis, right? I'm gonna I'm gonna I have to see his name in front of me just to make sure yeah. that I'm saying it. right. E L. So, uh, sorry, let me let me be, let me Elvis clarify people at home. This saying. is Robin Hood, man in tights. This is the Robin Hood I'm talking about. But the second he comes on screen, you're like, well, that's the bad guy, right? Like, yes. you, you kind of feel yes, that. The moment he showed up, I was like, he's too famous Elvis. for this part. So that that's like it's one of the first times where Jarrah's theory. I was like, well, I, like literally, I came in. I was just like, I mean, he's got to be. It's got to be hip. Well, I don't even know why. I did. I was. I felt the same way when the first time I saw the Usual Suspects. I like. Oh really? When you when you heard the guy talk in the beginning, I was like, oh, that sounds like this person's this actor's voice. And then I thought the whole time like I was supposed to know that, and so I was like, why aren't they suspecting him? <laughs> Well, I had no idea. Yeah. I had no idea. And um, usual. Yeah, yeah, not remembering, I, not remembering how this movie went. I was. It did sort of feel like when, when J.O. Sanders' character first comes up, it's like, oh, it could, it could also be him. Like, yes, like, that's true. Like, it could also okay. be Jay or Brian Cox, I guess, because Brian Cox was like he wasn't as famous then, but it was kind of like a weird, really, really small role. And I was yeah. like, oh, maybe he's the, the other the guy. Other big, I was the like, other big I dude. Know. I thought like. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, the one who was like, "I let you back J- in here." J.O. Sanders is that his name? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 who James. Oh, sorry, yeah. yeah. That's what I thought it was yeah. at first. Because he also, when he shows up, he he's like so like, "I'm the one who who I'm your friend." Like I was like, "Okay, all right, right. Cool. he could it could be him." <laughs> could be him. And then I was just mad when it was <laughs> Carrie Ellis. I was just like, "No!" It was so upsetting. Well, I figured it was gonna be Robin Hood because at one point he like vanishes in the movie and he's one of the main cops. And then he just appears at the end like, hey, man, good job. I was like, okay, it's definitely him. <laughs> definitely. He's too big. Movies got to learn, man. You don't need big actors well, they, in every part in a movie. They try to th- throw you off with that other dude. Like, they showed the other white cop who's not famous, that actor. And he, like, drove past and Morgan Freeman. That was and, insane. Like, <laughs> and I was like, but this is so obvious that you're trying to make me think that it's this. Exactly. Guy. Exactly. I ain't boo-boo um, the fool. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. Um, Want to start off? How does it start? It starts with him getting the call back home, right? I mean, it's, well, it's a dorm? It's th- no, it starts with the woman in the woods. It starts um, with, like... Yes. A woman, <clears throat> like, telling this, um, an, a masked man that she loves him, and he's like, you don't love me. And yeah, then, and he's like, I'll do it. She's like, I'll do anything. I'll be good. Uh, and he's like, I don't believe you. And then we hear like, ah, but it's like, it's like playing this like weirdly like, s- like 90s seductive music, like slow, t- <laughs> slow jazz, or not slow jazz, but it's just like, do you know? And, and, uh, and then like, they do that like blurred image, like, ah, you know? Yeah. Um, and then we see Alex Cross, and then Alex Cross is uh, talking a woman down. He's like a negotiator, which yeah. is funny because we, we have 
Samuel Jackson in the Negotiator movie that came out the, the same, same year. year the think, same right? year, I think. Yeah. Uh, um, but but Alex Cross isn't a negotiator. He's a he's a cop who's a forensic scientist. Um, and at one point later on in the movie, somebody was like, "So is it Detective Cross or Doctor Cross or?" Detective Doctor or Doctor <laughs> Detective Cross, and then Morgan Freeman just doesn't say anything. Like looks at him and he's just like, "None of that really matters right now." <laughs> and I was like, Ooh, "Wait, but I want to know <laughs> what is it? <laughs> what, really? What what is it? Are are, are you Doctor Detective?" <laughs> That's hilarious. What's your title, sir? Um, no, I did like, and it. he like, yeah, talks to that woman. Out of uh, killing herself, she has like a gun in her mouth, and he's just like yeah. talking. Because she killed her. This husband. part is like also very. She killed her husband. She killed her husband. Yeah. I was like, "Hey, man, look!" Because he was beating her. Yep. And she was like, I, "He had to go," and I'm like, "Well, don't kill yourself. You had to kill him." You know. Also, I was like, he even that even that scene. I'm not sure how a lot of this stuff works, but even how close he got to her in that scene, I was like, "Is this? Are you supposed to like? Are you supposed to get this close to a human this fast? I don't know." I feel like I've seen a lot of negotiation movies. No, but because he's so that's the thing, is he's so good. You know, he walked in, he 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 saw the he saw the the whiskey on the mantle, he saw the dead guy, and they're like, Do you want a vest? And he's like, I don't think I need the vest. You wanna know why? Because he already figured it out. You know? He already figured out the scene. He's like, I know that she's she's a battered woman. I'm gonna go in, I'm gonna, I'm gonna appeal to that, I'm gonna tell her that she can get out of this. You know? He knew what to do. He was Alex Cross. You know what's so funny? He was Dr. Detective Alex Cross. I, I am very happy that this is a black detective, but seeing what he deals with, this would be a better movie if it was like Alexandra Cross and it was like Sanaa Lathan or something as like the lead detective who was dealing with this. I don't know, man. It is something mm-hmm. very weird about like... Um, That's true. Or like... or That's not wrong. I just feel like it would have been a more... Again, Morgan Freeman is great. It just feels so male dominant, whereas like, if Morgan Freeman or another male was the sidekick, you know, but then like, you know, what was it? Like Law and Order SVU, where it's like uh, the main detective is the woman who had been through some shit. So now like her her life is dedicated to make sure to like get justice for other women. I'm like, this would have felt a little bit deeper. Whereas if we talk about it, you know how we talk about movies, the whole yeah. catalyst for this movie is that his niece is taken. So that makes him have to do everything. You know what I mean? And I feel like if it was a woman in the lead, we wouldn't have had to have another woman close to me be taken. They'd been like, oh no, women are being taken, period. This is fucked. Let's figure this out kind of situation. Well, I think you would still want that family tie. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, true. Um, yeah, but that's just a different movie. You know what I'm saying? This is Alex Cross. This is Alex Cross on the big screen. You know? Why you got the Golden Gate Bridge? You know what I'm talking about? Alex Cross, like you a big Alex Cross fan. Like, yeah, this is Alex Cross, baby James Patterson, baby Alex Cross. Why are you so... <laughs> Alex Cross. You, you read an Al- you you read Alex Cross books? Yo, all day Alex Cross. You're such a liar. I got <laughs> <laughs> I got <laughs> I got Chris Cross. I got Cross the Line. I got no, Cross Hairs. Not, wait, what? <laughs> I got Cross no, Fire. I got mad are... Alex Cross books. Okay, all right, this is what sounds like. Anyway, he goes no, and talks to his the family. The first one was Chris Cross. No, don't no, no, John. 
you make fun of him, then you encourage him. Okay, then you encourage him. <laughs> I got Alex. Alex on the cross. See, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, I got, I got Alex Crossroads. Cross to bear. I got. I got mad. I got mad. Alex Cross books. Are you done? No. Are y'all done? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm saying you asked me the question about the cross books. I'm telling you what cross books I got. I, I got, got crossing guard. Crossing? Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right, he goes, talks to his his sister, right? She found he finds out his niece has been kidnapped and that she's in dorm. He's like, I'm going to dorm. Tatiana Ali is in this scene. Oh, why? She, like, why is she in this random she, scene? It was random, but it was cool to see her. I thought she was gonna be a and bigger Bill part. Nunn. Me too. I was, I, like, so I was like, oh, that's Tatiana Ali. Um, but then he goes to dorm. <laughs> and she looks really good. She always looks beautiful. That, you know, that was like at the end of the, you know, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air where you're like, oh, snap. <laughs> Yo, I remember I remember the scene where she has to go oh, to the snap. school. Oh, snap. Okay. When she has to go to the school when she starts oh. singing. And I was like, I think I love her. I think. I think I, I, think I love Ashley. You know what I mean? And it's totally okay because she's older than us, so. Yeah, yeah it's, true. Totally, it's, it's yes, totally true. okay. Honestly, true. So when we liked her as a little kid, it, we were kids. So. We we're crushing <laughs> on someone older, so it was all right. You know, yeah. Somewhere, somewhere, somebody, wow. somebody's crushing on John Braylock and James III right now. You know what I'm saying? That's that's a, that's the level y'all got. You know what I'm saying? I love how you just say us like no one's crushing on you. <laughs> I meant to say us, but I didn't want to say myself. I wanted to say y'all because I'm picking up y'all right now. Wow. You know what I'm saying? This ain't about me. You know. Okay, wait. So he goes to them. Bill Nunn's there, right? Mm-hmm. Is yep. Bill Bill Nunn is is the he's a cousin or something? He just works with him, right? He's not family. No, or is he family? They said he was family. He said at the very end it was family. It's like it's a cousin or something like that. Bill, Bill Nunn yeah, is, yeah, is he family. Said, he said like is he married? Is he the is he the father of the of the niece? The, I remember, no, right? No, okay. I remember him just saying at the end when he's talking to Ashley Judd, he was trying to describe who. Bill Nunn was, and I think he said like a cousin or something like that. Okay. Um, okay. I always think of him as a cop from uh, uh, Sister Act. Mm-hmm. That's the, your, the first what you go to with Bill Nunn? You don't think of like Radio Raheem? Or- what? Did you just <laughs> oh, say? snap. Yo, low key, I forgot he was Radio Raheem, and I have what? a Radio Raheem a t-shirt. It's- wow. Yeah. Hey, hey, I mean, Radio Raheem, I'm sorry. He, Black people everywhere. I'm sorry. He is the cop and sister act though? No. What was it? I, mean, I forgot I he was Radio Raheem for a second, dude. Like a whole. <laughs> I had the shirt on yesterday. Wow. <laughs> I, I always remember. Him as the cop. Wow. <laughs> you know what? Let's move on. Let's not listen. Let's move on. We don't need to. We don't need to. We don't need to stay on this before my before my black car gets taken away from me. Uh, um, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, <laughs> he goes down there. Uh, he also tells the he also like tells his uh, I, I'm guessing sister. Uh, he's like, you got to calm down. <laughs> yes, you have to trust me. And you're, I'm like, I'm like, all right. I mean, does she have to calm down? Actually, though, because <laughs> I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be calm at this moment. I don't know why you're calm. It's actually not a time to be calm. <laughs> but anyway, he goes, he goes down there, and yeah, this is what James was talking about because. When he gets to the police station, he's like, I'm DCPD. Uh, I'm here. I want to see this person. And then they're like, oh, yeah, sure. Just uh, have a seat and, uh, you know, they'll be with you. And he's like, great. And then he's there and we see like a montage of him waiting and waiting. And then finally he just gets up and he goes in the back, puts his badge on, looks at 
people and then he's like sees the board sees all the people on the board sees his niece it's all white women and then his niece and he's like looking at her and then uh these two cops come in carrie elwis being one of them uh and they're like oh they're like they're like oh yeah sorry to uh keep you waiting but two hours he was like i was waiting for two hours and you're like because then Tessa was, because Tessa was like, "Why, why are they keeping waiting? Waiting?" I'm like, "Because he's black, <laughs> like, right? Like, yeah, yeah. That like, was, that's has to be it." Yeah. Um, and at another point in time, like he said, like, like, oh, the, when he went down there, he was like, "They're not gonna, they're, they haven't, they, they have such an overload. They're not gonna care about like one like missing black girl." And so you're like, "Yeah, definitely." But that and like, there's that little tension in the beginning, but then after that. It kind of goes away. It's it goes away, and he does he he does so many things that are outside protocol that you would you would think that if they're not gonna at the very least be mad about him doing something outside of protocol, on top of him doing something outside of protocol, they're gonna be like this black mother, like you know, like, yeah. It, but it never happened, and I wonder if I mean I'm a staunch uh, cross reader, but um, I've never read Chris, Kiss the Girls, and so I just wonder if that's like, you know, just a part of the <laughs> I just wonder if that's part of the book, you know, if that's an element of the book where, you know, it goes deeper into it in the book, or did James Patterson shy away from that? And they, But, uh, you know, but they were like, we gotta bring it up at least once, because you know. Right. Do you think there are people listening to this podcast who are like huge Alex Cross fans that are so mad that we don't know about the books. No, <laughs> no. If you are, tell me everything you want us to know about it, because I know nothing. <laughs> I know these two movies in the Tyler Perry movie. Where Tyler Perry had that wig. Did you see I that think one? I did. I actually think I did. I have I think, to see it. I think it. my stepdad wanted to see I have it. Have to see it. And like, you know what? To be truthfully honest, like it, it wasn't. I don't know how you make these detective. These these detective movies are very hard to make now because it just felt like. Um, like he wasn't bad in it. It just felt like, oh, we don't make these movies anymore, and maybe we shouldn't. Yeah, I don't know. It wasn't bad though. I will say that it wasn't bad. The wig was silly though. <laughs> it was a silly wig. <laughs> um, wait. So back to this. Uh, I, okay, I will say this though. Um, it was so interesting because, you know, as we get glimpses of like the 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 prison or something. I don't want to spoil it yet. Uh, mm-hmm. But I remember watching it thinking, hey, man, if this is in North Carolina um, and if they have rooms like this, I'm like, this is probably a plantation. Um, and I only say that because the only reason I bring it up is because one of my friends, one of my good friends um, was getting married on May 30th of this year uh, and they had to cancel the wedding because of Corona. But the thing is, is that in D.C. at least or Merlin, if you want a place that has a big you know, a big house with a lot of pretty land or whatever, a lot of times these places are still plantations that are still active via, like, tours, via weddings, via hidden. But, like, a lot of people... So you have black people who are having weddings at a plantation. So, like, one of my boys had a wedding at a plantation and our dressing room or whatever place we got ready was in the slave quarter because it was, like, next to the big house. You know what I mean? So No. uh... So the whole time I'm looking at this, I'm like, man, this is the South... It's just probably a plantation, man, that they just did not shut down. Because there's so many hidden trails to those plantations. Well, so sad. So, so sad. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Just, yeah, that's... so sad. 
No, that's crazy. I mean, that's cool that you figured that you figure that out. I yeah, the it's interesting because this movie is based off of like it's like it's a thriller, right? It's like one of those where the detectives like trying to piece things together or try to figure out um like who did this so that he could save his niece and there's this parallel story that's happening with Ashley Judd. We meet her character. She's a doctor. Um, she's taking kickboxing and boxing classes. Uh, there's this weird scene where she's like practicing and the guy like who she's practicing with like knees her in like the ribs. And the teacher's like, whoa, whoa. And you're like, what the flip is wrong? With <laughs> But uh, it was just kind of showing like how she's, you know, tough and Alex Cross kind of very quickly is like, oh, because they're like, oh, yeah, these women have nothing really in common. They're like, they're all like, look, look pretty. And he's like, no, it's more than that. It's like, these are all like exceptional, like really smart, intelligent women. Like they're special. He's a collector. He's like, this guy's a collector. He's a remember that from the trailer. (laughs) Yeah. This guy's a collector. Also, also like he oh, he left them notes calling himself Casanova. How ballsy! But then I was I was reading um not reading watching uh one of those Netflix docs. I stopped because it was too real. But it was talking about like all these serial killers and stuff, and that how some of them love the fame, so they will leave clues and stuff for cops to try to figure out who they are. Yeah, I'm like man, this is that's so interesting. And, it, and it's funny because once you get Alice Cross down there, uh, I love how they set up Ashley Judd's character because when you see her, you see she's like slightly older um, when she's at the campus. She's a doctor, like an actual doctor, and she's like a fighter. I, it's so interesting. They make sure you know that she's like a fighter because I think there's this, always this assumption of uh, two things. You know, if a woman has self-defense, she, can, she still she can't be taken. Um, and also there's this thing of I'm happy that it felt kind of realistic in a way where the guy knew she could fight but also I guess he could too low key so it just kind of justified like oh this can happen to anybody not just like some random sorority girl this can happen to a person who's on their P's and Q's and who like knows how to defend themselves so you just need to be careful period not saying I like the message but it is interesting to show that like this isn't just some random drunk girl walking home type situation. This was a person in their house who could like defend herself. Um, so it was interesting. It was interesting how they set her up. Uh, yeah. 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 And, uh, oh, and Alex Cross also figures out that he's like, yeah, they're alive. And for whatever reason, the police don't believe that at first. They're just like, no way. They're like, she's dead. And he's like, no, look how many people have been kidnapped the three that have been killed weren't even in the order in which they were kidnapped. It's because like they probably broke some rule or, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And um, so it's like, cool. And then like, there is this part part where like Casanova like puts a card under his door uh, and he's like trying to find him. And we have like the one like kind of most action shot of the film where like Morgan Freeman's like has his like buttoned up, Button down shirt, open, like baby. open, so his like chest is showing. He's got a little chain. He's got a gun, and he's running. And it's like, <laughs> this was another part where I was like, this dude just like running through this hotel. In underwear, it would made no sense. Running through the hotel, he does he doesn't have his, so badge, have his badge out, <laughs> and he's and he's pulling 
his gun on old white people. He's like, in his underwear, y'all. He's we, in his underwear and a, and a button-up t-shirt. He just says, he, and he doesn't say, I'm a cop. He says, sorry, and keeps going after Also, did anyone notice that he still had a chain on? I was like, listen, bro. I, yes, I was like, I, I know Morgan Freeman a black cop. Why he got this chain around his neck? He looked no, cool, man. Because he's Alex Cross. Because Alex oh, Cross don't play games. He got, his, he got his chain on all day. Yeah, man. Haven't you learned from that book, Alex Cross You Up? <laughs> really, John? He always really, John? wears chains even when he's in the house. Because he started from the bottom. Now he here. Why y'all doing this? This nigga John just said, Alex, <laughs> cross you up. Like, I'm going to just let that slide. <laughs> I can't talk about this. This is what happens with quarantine, everybody. This is what, this is what you get. Uh, Deliriousness. No way. Back to this. And, uh, oh. yeah, so uh, we also, like, meet, like, like the FBI is on the case. They, they find, um, oh, right. So with Ashley Judd, she gets kidnapped in her house. That scene was like scary. That's that he scene like, was scary. Was super intense. He, that was a scary scene. He put the he put the put the fish tank the fish yeah. tank at the bottom of the steps. Oh yeah. man! Oh, that was too much. I know. Like he knew that was gonna. She happen. tried to run away. Um, she tried to run away, and uh, and there's this really creepy scene where she's down there in the cellar, and then she like calling out her name, and they're like, "Shh, don't say it. He'll kill. He'll kill you." And then she's like, what's your name? My name is the, you know, uh, tell me your name. And then finally somebody's like, my name is Bev. She's like, oh, it's so good to hear your voice. Like, how long have you been here? She's like, uh, I don't know. And then somebody's like, my name is here. I've been here for this month. I've been here for this, I think. I've been here. Uh, I've been here. And you're like, oh my uh, God, how many women are dead? God. It's, that was honestly maybe the creepy, like, yeah. that's the thing, like, you don't have to show violence on screen, like, that in and of itself was, like, so creepy. And um, they have, one of them said, I don't know, what month is it? What month yeah. is it? What, what month is it? it? And then finally we see Naomi Cross, and she's like, I've been here eight days, I, I, I think. And yeah. they don't see daylight um, down there, because they're in, they're in, they're, where they are, they're not even in the safe quarters, they're in, like, the place where you hold food. Like, <laughs> They're in the place where you store food at a plantation to keep it fresh. So there's no light. There's probably barely yeah. any air down there. Uh, oh, Lord, I can't. Uh, um, yeah. And uh, uh, she does eventually escape. I, he had drugged her with something. So, like, when she escapes, she's, like, kind of, like, you know, basically she, like, kicked, she, like, kickboxes him like kicks him in the chest and then like runs out runs through the woods he kind of follows her through the woods she gets to like the edge of this like cliff and jumps into the water and it's like she's like this close yeah. to dying <laughs> like she I think was it like, knocks her out right we were like oh my god Cause I, cause I, I was like ooh um because he yeah. gives her as a, she survives as a magic um it's a thing that anesthetic he gives her like an anesthetic that doesn't like it's hard to trace or something like that, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, because when they go to the... Uh, when she's at the doctor, they're like, something's, something's hurting her, but we don't know what it is. And he figures it out by looking through the... What is what is the PED or... Ah, <laughs> uh, bro, I don't... Yeah, it's uh, a poor performance-enhancing drug. Uh, <laughs> PED something. Oh, the physician's... Like... Uh, not dictionary uh, guy. This is my favorite 
sequence though because he's like because <laughs> we know he's a he's a doctor <laughs> but like he's been doing mad detective work and then he's just like oh, let me see the i gotta see the, the let me see the book yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he like goes to the <laughs> yeah and it's just like this cool moment of like yeah I do both. There's also a black woman doctor in here. That yeah, was cool. she's from a TV show. She's on a famous TV show. She's in one of those like um, pop shows in real life. Not in real life, but like she looks so familiar to me. Let me look around. Let me look yes. I know. I did recognize her too. I was like, too. oh, I know you. It's not like NYPD Blue or Maybe. something. Maybe. I'm right? about to go on the IMDb page right now. But it's so funny because once he figures that Burma out. Roma Mafia. So this probably is a scene that Tessa was talking about, but I felt extremely uncomfortable. When he's sitting in her hotel room, I mean, our hotel, in our hospital room, and then yes. she wakes up and he just goes over and starts like brushing her forehead and touching her. It's like, bruh, you don't touch people you don't know, and you don't touch someone who just went through this. Dr. Myers. She was on Boston Legal. Boston Legal. She was also in a few episodes of Law and Order, but not that. No, I don't, I don't, she's only on a couple episodes. Yeah, Boston Legal, and then. She was also on Grey's Anatomy for a couple of freaking anyway. Freaking creepy uh, Alex Cross. Creep. That was so creepy, yo. I was like, you just don't run over to somebody that you don't know. You ain't introduce yourself yet. You didn't say you were a cop. You just said, hey, you just, you just, you, you, you're waking up. I was like, yo, don't just touch me. I don't like regular doctors touching me. <laughs> There's some random ass dude running up on her. It's true. He was like petting her. He didn't say who he was yet. Yeah. That's the thing. He didn't say who he was. Yeah. A little creep. That's true. I'm not gonna defend that cross. Yeah. How does that how does that cross? I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that he did that. Was that his yeah, cross to bear? That's his cross to bear. <laughs> Damn, I got it first, oh, Bray. All right. Yeah, got it first. Got it. I hate that I did that. Never mind. Oh, but in the book Cross Country. You know, it's a similar story because it's like somebody's doing something in LA and somebody's doing something down south. That's what, ha- that's what happens out. here. That's, that's what happens he here. But to- it's in a different in a different story, you know, in a cross country. What? Uh, All right. This is- anyway, Ashley Judd starts helping him out. I'm I'm trying to remember how they <laughs> I'm like, maybe I'm skipping ahead, but please. How do they get to California? They like he like Yeah, so he like he starts looking up that drug, mm-hmm. the drug that they know that she was drugged with. And then he finds that a doctor the only thing that comes up that's abnormal is a plastic surgeon in LA ordered enough to like put it a like a small city to sleep or something. Like like he ordered like a, a really large amount. So the and then there are women that are going missing that fit the exact same profile of the right. women in uh, right. where they're. And he's where they like, are. oh my god, is this like is this person? Yeah, doing it by coastal and like, uh, so he takes like his little ragtag team of Ashley Judd. Bill Nunn, and then Jeremy Piven. Jeremy Piven, baby. <laughs> Yo, I have to admit this. I've been watching uh, episodes, reruns of Entourage, and Jeremy Piven getting his hairline back is one of the greatest achievements that ever happened in Hollywood. All right? <laughs> like, looking at him in this movie, looking at him in Seinfeld, and then seeing him season four of Entourage, like, this is a whole new human being. Uh, whole new, I thought it was going to be Jeremy Piven at one point, just because I was like, because you know what it was? We saw, at this point in the movie, we've seen um, the dude who we think, 
I mean, we see Casanova call someone, and it's like on the computer showing Ashley yes. the Judd. So we know it's two of them at least right, right now. Um, we know somebody else is involved in some way, and we also have met uh, Naomi's teacher, who's also a doctor, who f- who seemed weird and creepy, and and more. And Alex Ross was like, "Oh yeah, you have a reputation of." sleeping with your students basically which is wrong in and yep. of itself i don't like he should have just should have just got taken down just then and there. i know i was like so everyone knows he's out here <laughs> even though it's like isn't that against the rules or like i don't know how that stuff works but i used to watch californication and he was a writer slash teacher and he just had a bunch of sex with students and i'm like is this just a it would be against the rules if he was having sex with his students while they were students so if that's what but he seemed to have this like the way his approach to it was so, and I didn't quite follow it, but his approach to it was so like, no, I, I'm actually publicly this way. Like I'm, I'm, I'm publicly a lover. Like everything I do is consent. You know what I mean? Like he, he seemed like that, yeah. everything is consensual, you know? And so like every time you, every time you think you have something on me, you don't, I don't know if he was having sex with them while they were still, Right. My man, that, I feel they like weren't that, having the nuanced conversation about power dynamics. Right. My <laughs> man said he took him three hours to tie that woman up before he had sex with her. I was like, three hours, brother? You tying somebody up for three hours? Lord have mercy. I'd have gave up. I'd be like, listen, we ain't going to do this today. I'm tired. <laughs> three hours? Anyway. Uh, that's so crazy. So they go to California. They like. Fig, fig, they stake out this dude's house. He's like, he's got like a tarp. They're like, all right, this dude's it's the dude from Ghost. Every time Ghost I see him, club. he scares me. Oh, that's also the president. That's the president, man. See, I never trusted that dude. That's why yes, I didn't watch. It's also the president. That's why I didn't he's watch. He's different uh, on that show. What is it? Uh, what's it called? Scandal. I don't trust that dude. Scandal. But every time I see him, who I just get, I get flashbacks to Ghost, and I'm like, ah, hey man, if this dude's been around this long, he does not age. Because if he was like, he looks almost no. the same age now as he did then. Good for him. Um, and then uh, so he goes to this club. <laughs> this is the I don't know. Ashley, Ashley Judd's like I'm going in there. <laughs> I don't know why. Why? Uh, it doesn't really. It doesn't really matter either way. They they just follow. They he takes a girl. They want following him back to his place. Um, and then they're about to go in. They hear the girl like scream. They run up on him. But Jeremy Piven is slow and dumb, so he gets shot and killed. (laughs) (laughs) And then this scene I didn't understand at all. Like Morgan Freeman runs after him, chases him down, won't fire on the car for some reason. I guess he just thought he couldn't hit him. Or, oh, actually, no, I know why. It's because he didn't want to kill him. That's right. Because he didn't want to kill him because he didn't know where Naomi was and he didn't want to risk it. They never really say that. I just realized that now in the moment. Because he said yeah. on the way there. while I was watching it. He said on the way there, he's like, yeah, we can't kill him because I don't want her to like starve to death somewhere. Or like, like he was like, right. he didn't want the women to starve. And I was like, oh, that's smart. Yeah, but they didn't but it say like, it again. You still can like shoot the tires or something. I don't know. Anyway, I think the guy, so there's a part where he has like, he has the gun to the guy's face, but the guy's in the car and the guy like looks at him and kind of can tell like, Oh, you're not going to shoot me. So he just runs him. Uh, you got to shoot the tires like, out. Runs into him. He, I know he, he just, he messed up. 
And he didn't call backup. It was like, if you knew where this dude was, like, but I think he already didn't trust the police. Yeah. Do we figure out why he didn't trust the police? No. He kept saying. There was no. He, he didn't say anything. He was like, he just said like, um, he wasn't, he figured he was watching. So he was trying to just like control what was like, what was being told. He was scared he was going to get tipped off. And he's like, we yeah, and he also, yeah. he, and he also said like that, um, you know, this would be, he's already doing stuff outside of his jurisdiction. This would be even, this is even more outside his jurisdiction. So he was like, I, fe- I felt like he wanted to control the situation. Like if I can just bring him in myself, like everything will be whatever. But he did right. it. So he, he didn't, he loses this guy. Also, why did it take him so long to the go FBI's in there? Yeah, pissed. It took him forever. Like, why'd you not know, go man. in there, man? You're going to wait for her to get, start getting stabbed? Like, I was so mad. Every time I hear Cosby, like, oh, we got to catch him in the act. Be closer to the house. Don't be across the street. If you're expecting something to go down, be next to the door, brother. This was, if this was a drug bus, they'd have been, this is a drug bus, bro. They would have been at the door with the hammer, okay? With the <laughs> hammer. But this is a white dude in a Land Rover. So they're going to wait across the street. Lord have mercy. <laughs> My man came out there with industrial tarp in his trunk. And they're going to wait across yeah, the street? A big, a big knife. <laughs> Very big There's knife. There's a doctor in a cabin in the woods. And as Ashley Judd's like, what did you see there? I saw a murderer. <laughs> it was like... A murder, a murderer preparing. A murderer preparing. I was like, and you going to wait across the street? Come on, Morgan. Come on. Anyway... He messed up. But this is when he uh, says he fucked up. He's like, exactly. you want me to say I fucked up? I fucked up. It's like, yeah, you really. Yeah, Morgan, you like, fucked really up. You really did. <laughs> fucked up, Morgan. It's, it was like, really meant like, like, cause now. We now, got something though. We know who he is. <laughs> yeah, we know who that guy is, but that's not. <laughs> that's yeah, not, they didn't know that at the time. And now but that. then he oh, goes right. into the fridge, cause he was like in the place in, in his apartment. Uh, like the FBI's in his apartment. And he's like, come on, man, you gotta let me. You gotta let me see stuff still. <laughs> I guess he was friends with this dude. Like he was just old friends with this FBI yes. agent. Because FBI is just like, I'm gonna get in trouble. And then he's just like, All right. <laughs> and then he's like, Yeah, we found like a freezer with like, th- like, thirty feet. Uh, he's like, Oh, there, there are two of them. They're in competition with each other. Yeah, I was like, like he figured right. that out like mad. <laughs> I was like, All right, bro. They're in competition. You know what? Whatever. Let's get. I'm going to tell you what it is. This is around the 30-minute mark of the movie. Into the movie, I'm like, oh, y'all just trying to jump ahead and get to this conclusion real quick. That's what was happening. Do you think I'm crazy? Yeah. I ain't crazy. And then they had the picture of the other, that guy, the teacher in there. The teacher guy, which was so like, I was just like, well, they're not going to think it's him. I, I, I couldn't believe, yeah. I was like, <laughs> they, can't, they can't now think that it's him because there's a picture of him. Like, you expect... You expect the other guy to then also have a picture of him? Like, why would they do that? For what reason? He was just looking at him being like, that's my competition. <laughs> yeah, basically. Lord. And then they get that guy, that guy, for uh, some reason, who isn't yeah. the bad guy. Morgan interrogates him. And then the guy talks to him about having sex with his niece. Yeah, this yeah. was too much. I was like, Ooh. I'd have killed that dude. I'm like, all right, yeah, you may not be the bad guy. Do you think that actually happened? I because think, his niece, um, his niece had a had a boyfriend. Yeah, right. But, the yeah. other, the black dude was his her boyfriend, right? Yeah, but you know what it is. We don't know how long they were together. You know what I mean? 
Right. Like she could like she could have hooked up with that dude once. Like it's college. You're supposed to do all the crazy stuff in college. My thing is, don't tell me about it because now I got to kill you. Or at least break one of your kneecaps. <laughs> like, let me have a kid and someone says, Oh, I had sex with your daughter. Bruh, I'm I'm I don't care if it's a husband and it's it's the day after the honeymoon. Don't fucking talk to me about that. Are you kidding me? I'm not about to shake also during the wedding, I'm not about to shake your hand. And as y'all run off to the car, get the fuck out of my face. Wedding. Think about it. Think about, think about a wedding. A wedding is the most sexist thing of all time. The, dude, the dad walks her down the aisle, and then at the end of it, when they kiss, the dad is like waving as they run into the car. I ain't about to wave at you as you go consummate the marriage. I'm about to wave at you and be like, good job, dude. Fuck out of here. I'm going to push this nigga down the steps. That's what I'm going to do. You're- you're, Why? Is, <laughs> that's what I'm gonna do. That's not gonna help anything. Hey, <laughs> like, hey, listen. That's the most ridiculous. I'm not saying that I'm not happy for my daughter. I'm just saying, but I'm about to just shake this dude's hand and be like, "Ooh, <laughs> go ahead, person." What? what? No. You don't have to. You could shake his hand. You don't have to say, "Go ahead, John." I shake his <laughs> hand and I watch them all run out. You seen the movies? They run out the church, down the steps into the little car with the. The, the, the cans okay yeah they're in love man you keep, that, <laughs> you keep that love to yourself okay you keep that love to my baby girl does not need any you know what I don't want to talk about this alright you're not getting invited to your daughter's <laughs> wedding that's what's happening right now oh. you're not getting invited come on man it's super All right, sexist um, alright whatever <laughs> Um, okay yes the, the other part you're talking about is sexist but that has nothing to do with you shaking I ain't okay, wait, hold up. I feel like the next thing that happens is Ashley Judd is like re-listening to her the yeah. the the interview that she had with Dr. Cross, and she's like, "Hold on, now that there's the time has passed, I remember that I could hear water the whole running time. Water. Yep, running could hear water. water, and then this is when they realize it might be a plantation, mm-hmm. like, and it might have been right. that's her the boyfriend because the boyfriend, so the boyfriend is like, smart. They're the plantation." Blah, blah blah this that and there other thing yeah we had skipped that scene with the boyfriend where he was like he was like the cops don't they, they don't know anything do they and yeah. Alex Cross was like no no not a, <laughs> not a, not a thing <laughs> and then we realized this guy's like really good with like history and not she goes thing. I knew Naomi wouldn't be with no uh, what do you say not sucker but he said something like I know you wouldn't be with no dummy something like that saying that he's yeah, impressed out of guy no being smart bitch ass nigga <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's basically the <laughs> what he's. <laughs> no, I thought that was uh, cool, man. so that. Now I thought this was even though it was actually the smart thing to do because if he had told anybody, the other Carrie probably would have known mm-hmm. and gotten tipped off. But he wasn't suspecting anybody, and so because he wasn't, I was like, "Why did you go to this place with zero backup? Like yeah. you're insane." There are eight. There are eight missing women. You really think you're gonna be and able two to killers. two killers? Yeah, and two, two killers. Eight missing women, two killers. Is, and you really think you're about to get out of this? Okay. And one of the people you brought with you is someone that they captured. Yep. Before. Like yeah, three people. It was him, his other man, and Ashley Judd. I was like, no, no, yeah, <laughs> bruh. I was like, come on, man. And then when he chases the one, they didn't out, even give Ashley Judd a, a gun. She had no weapon. No. He chases yeah. one of the bad guys. He knows it's two. He's chasing one. And he's like, hey, they're in there to Ashley Judd. He don't know if the other bad guy's still in there. So you're going to send Ashley Judd, who got kidnapped with no weapon, 
that to the place where she got to take it? It's like Jeremy Piven already died. Yeah. <laughs> You've already like tried this with one killer and with one woman in a house. And a and trained police up. officer was killed. Yep. <laughs> yep. And there You're were three. There someone... were four of you then. Right. <laughs> now there are only three of you. She could you be having all kinds again, of PTSD. And now there are two people. Man, it's really uh, yeah. And yeah. yet they they run. I didn't understand that. I didn't understand how both of them ran out of the house. Uh, don't make sense, bro. Don't make sense. Look, I don't make sense to me because he. I think the other dude left some sneaky way. Uh, Morgan Freeman shot the president, which was kind of crazy. Did the president yeah. say his name? No, the president never said his name, right? The, the other bad the, guy. Did the president say his own name or who the? Well, the he didn't guy. know. He because he asks him. He says he says who is he? What's his name? And then he just says he's too good, like so good that he's he too good. The other guy didn't know his didn't know who he was. Is it weird that I'm almost fascinated by like how the fuck did that relationship start? You know what I mean? Like I did that that scene between them where they were like where. It was it was gross, but it was like that was fascinating. I yeah, did. Like, I was yeah. like, oh whoa, these like killers. Like, like, how does this work? Having this weird competition, and he's like, I'm your mentor, and he's like, you wouldn't be anything without me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that, there was al- there was also something weird about that scene where because you knew that um, that the the president because you knew that he would just inflict like would just cut. Yeah, uh, limbs off and stuff because you knew that was how he treated him. You didn't want him <laughs> close to the whip. Like you were yeah, like, yeah. get away. Like <laughs> yeah. there was this weird, like, I would rather it not be you. <laughs> like yeah, I would yeah. rather you cut cousin. people's feet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, yeah, dude, you weirdo. Why man. was I choosing one over the other? I was like, get away from Casanova's women. Like, <laughs> he's, Let me tell you what's he's so not going to. About this, like, I've been watching. Um, I, I have not watched Mindhunters, but I know season two of Mindhunters dealt with the Atlanta um, black kids murders. Uh, and now HBO has a documentary that came out called Atlanta. I think it's on like episode four or five. And it's about like this serial killer who killed 28, 29 black kids in Atlanta over the course of like a few years. Um, that was in Mindhunter too. Yeah. So yes, yeah, season two of Mindhunter. But like now there's a documentary yeah. about like the guy and it's just so fascinating because um, watching this movie, you you hear the killers kind of like, yeah, argue back and forth about like one, like James is saying, takes pride in like, I actually love these women. I'm not trying to hurt these women. The other one like doesn't care about them. And in the documentary, not to spoil it, but like they end up arresting a person who a lot of people believe didn't do it because based on like the person's size, uh, this person was like really big in the community. Actually, like whether you believe it or not, either cared about kids or was using it as a cover. And it's just so fascinating because the mind of a killer just seems so warped where they don't believe they're the bad guy. And I know that comes a lot when you read comics yeah. and stuff like that. Like, no, was it, um, uh, everyone's a hero of their own story, they say a lot. And it's just seeing this moment, you can see the president who was so warped, so messed up, could justify every single thing that he did. And that is such a scary thing to me. And, and, and yeah, and it's like this stuff isn't so far removed. Like somebody killed twenty nine black kids. Of course, you know the government took forever to step in, but because um, it was black. But this isn't a political podcast. I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, man, serial kill. Like they're, it's crazy, and and they're not like big in the news. But like, remember, I mean, there was that that dude. They found that person recently who had like three women locked up in his yeah 
yeah. uh, basement for for like years, years, dude, like mm-hmm. years and years and years. So yeah, and the, you know they made that movie Room. I mean, they yeah. There's a lot of the it it, it sadly happens like way more often than we would like mm-hmm. to imagine. It's crazy. Um, the thing that so the thing that I didn't fully understand. So they like free these people. They don't know who the killer is, but they they killed one of them. They freed all the women, and Alex is like, and like you know, they have this kind of thing, uh, and it's like kind of like a happy moment, even though like they all know that the killer's still out there. Doesn't seem like anybody's too concerned about. I mean, they're kind of concerned. Like Alex is like, he like calls Ashley Judd to make sure that there are police outside her door and that kind of stuff. Um. Wasn't he supposed to go to her house or something? She was like, "Yeah, he was." Beat it they were like going to have dinner. She was making dinner for him. Like the right? next scene is her making dinner. Yeah, oh. but he was like, "I have this other thing to do at like eight. and she was like, "Come over earlier." But he he wasn't doing it. And then, and then like, and then like Carrie comes in, and we kind of like at the like we kind of like realize like what's happening because at the same time he's looking at the police report that Carrie Ellis filled out, and then like sees something and then like looks at the card that somebody gave him and realizes it's the same thing. Now I couldn't tell if Carrie knew that this was going to happen. Like he was going to get found out. So he just wanted to kill Ashley Judd. Cause he, or like, what do you think was the mindset behind what was going on for him? Like, did he think like they were eventually going to find him? Cause there were no clues outside no. of his handwriting. I think he wanted to um, finish the job. I think he, cause he kept saying how, because remember Carrie, Carrie I mean uh, he was just obsessed with her specifically because yeah. she, she said because I think she said she's like yeah for some reason it sounded like he believed it like when he said he loved me and then Morgan Freeman goes I think he really did that's how he that's yeah. how this casting of a person was so I think he I think he really liked her and wanted to like at least come if he if you lost everybody at least get the one that got away you know what I mean yeah and I and I also think to like to tell the cops to leave and but then still go to the house it feels like he what he is sort of like yeah i'm going to get caught like, yeah like this is yeah, gonna, right cuz he's like it's like you guys it's obvious catch then. yeah mm-hmm. yeah cuz you guys will never catch me unless i do something drastic they said that's one of the things i was reading about sick is like they want it's the fame it's the notoriety it's like that's why you leave like oh find me if you can and then people get sloppy cuz they said you know they want to get caught anyway Morgan Freeman gets over that thing first off she holds her own she like she yeah. you know she is with the the J Lo from Enough moves. She was holding her own in this this scene. Um, yeah. yeah, I thought yeah, that was great pretty good, because but like she locks him up. Yeah, mm-hmm. like yeah, she basically the only thing he has is the to, he can blow them all up. But yeah, like yeah, she no, gets right. the better of him, which was like I thought that was great. And then I like, like Alice yeah. just sort of comes in and he's like, okay, cool. And then he just puts an end to it. But like. She had him, which was great. Yeah, with the milk, bro. I didn't even see that milk there. The whole that was scene. interesting because he he took the gun out, and I was like, wait. I was like, wouldn't the gun do the same thing as that? Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, and then he's like, yeah. He he's like, oh, I'm not gonna shoot you, muzzle fire, and all that. Uh, but then when he realizes Carrie's gonna do it, he uh, yeah, he puts the gun next to the milk carton and shoots, uh, like theoretically causing the muscle fire to not spark the gas. Yeah. Uh, but still killing him, which was cool. I thought that yeah. was a cool oh, that was shot. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know where he shot him at cuz through the, the head. Blew up. See, oh, he that's got, where it was? He shot him through the head. Oh, cuz I was like I think it was I think it was through the head. Yeah. Oh, I I couldn't tell. Like he he flew back in slow motion, but I couldn't see no I didn't know what was happening. 
No. Uh, yeah. Uh, but that scene was cool, man. And then it just ends, right? Like <laughs> it, it truly just ends there. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, they don't walk out the house. Or oh. He doesn't. Okay. Wrap her arm up. It's just okay. It's over. Um, oh, just the, all right. It's. I guess they were like, oh, we already had our wrap up thing before this, and then this was like. The he tag does on. like hug her again, though, right? I remember I feeling like there was so. like one more weird thing. Oh no. He, he maybe he did hug Naomi weird. He hugged his he hugged his niece weird. <laughs> yeah, she kissed him on the cheek. I was like, what is this? I, I, I don't know, Morgan. I don't know. <laughs> well, you know, Morgan Freeman did. You know what? Let's not talk about people's personal life. Never mind. Yeah, there are the rumors. There are the rumors. Tessa was texting me. Yeah, you know he. You know, um, it, 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 it. I mean, I will say the source is somewhat suspect because the source is from the person who killed the woman who's who he supposedly slept with. So yeah. it's a little, it's a he little also, complicated in that regard. But I know, but he got pictures with her on red carpets, though. Yeah, yeah. People were people were were. We're wondering. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, anyway. Um, you know, uh, I don't really have anything to say to Hollywood. I feel bad. I just want to say something to people because I think I'm saying it to myself. Hey, man, during the quarantine, reach out to your friends. You know, have some house parties. Do some FaceTime, some Zooms. Keep your sanity going. Because I will admit, man, this week I was like, oh, shit, this has been months stuck in the house. <laughs> so please. Watch as many movies as you can. Don't feel bad about doing nothing one day. You know, I feel like everyone's like, we got to write the next great American novel. Chill the fuck out and just find peace. Meditate. I got to write the next great American novel. All right, don't listen to niggas like him. All right, that's the person I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> just take care of yourself, people. That's my talk to the state of the You know world. what's crazy? I thought, Gerard, I thought Gerard was about to drop the mic. <laughs> I know, he's talking. <laughs> peace out, all right. Brad's going to be like, hey, man, I purchased that mic for you and dropped it off at your house. You just going to drop it like that? You going to give a fuck about my mic? You know what was crazy about this movie while I was watching it was like, you know how like Alex Cross, you know, he has like very clear motivations throughout the movie. Like he's a, he's a detective um, and he wants to solve he wants to solve crimes just sort of in general. But then on top of this, you know, like his niece is like in like is in like danger. This is like mm-hmm. dire, you know, and so like throughout we like fully understand like what he's after and like what he's trying to do and like why this relationship is is important to him. Um, and it made me realize like like in Gemini Man when he like like is trying really hard to like turn this clone like like and he but he has no idea if you can actually turn the clone or not but he like still really wants to try and then like mm-hmm. at the end the clone is like in school and it, they have like this weird <laughs> father son relationship. Like what that didn't doing? make any sense. Like Gemini Man is like that's it's pretty bad. Like Gemini Man, yeah. hey, y'all, hey James, if you do this, if you do this for like Jurassic Park three, I will give uh, you what? I will hey. pay you. Hey, cuz, hey, I will pay hey, you. What you talking about? If, if, what you talking? About? You talking about Jurassic Park three? What you say? If you talk about Jurassic World, yeah. I will I will pay you money if you like What'd realize you? that those weren't good movies. Hey, hey, what you say? <laughs> All right, okay, I'm done. John, why are you so, talking like that? John, let's right. end this. Um, it's, can I ask one question real quick? Why was it called Kiss the Girls? Because they want to kiss the girls. Stop. Okay. What are you doing? Oh. No one can see that. Ugh. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no one can see that. Stop it, John. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
Stop it. Yeah, Don't look at it. It's, it's, it's time for the cause. We rate and review films not based on how much we like them, but whether or not they help the cause of more leading black actors in Hollywood. Right. If we feel like it fully helped the cause, we give it a fist, black fist. If we feel like it somewhat helped the cause, we give it a white palm. If we feel like, I don't know if this helped the cause at all, we don't give it anything. So on the count of three, we're going to raise up Ooh. our ratings. Here we go. One. Two. Three. <laughs> what? Uh, Why? Okay. <laughs> two black, two black fists and a white palm. Um, I, I honestly, I was thinking about giving it a fist. I just something wouldn't let me do it. I think because <laughs> I wanted the movie to be better. I don't know. I like the Morgan Freeman movie. I liked that it made money, but dude, I can't tell you. Something in my gut was like I almost gave it. I was literally on the spectrum of nothing. Uh, palm fist, and I just I didn't know what to do, so I just went with my gut and just went with the the palm because I felt like why not? Why nice. was it almost nothing? Because you know what it is, man. It's this movie. I'm very happy is here, but there's something about watching these movies with black male lead where um usually what will happen is a black woman is assaulted in a in any type of way, and that is like the the. Uh, what is the word like? Not the genesis, but the the um, catalyst for catalyst. the rest of the movie. Yeah, catalyst. And the thing is, like, out of everything, and I understand why Carrie's character said it at the end of the movie. But when he goes into like you know semi detail of like the ten days he spent with her, I was like, I, I, I don't know, man. I understand the family part was very important, but also there is something about just doing the right thing. Whereas like this detective could have just been a good detective who wanted to just stop this dude from kidnapping women. Again, I understand the point of it. It's just something weird to me every time I watch one of these movies that, like, every time a black man has to do a great thing, it's usually because something bad happens to a black woman. And I feel like I, I don't want to keep seeing black women get messed up for no reason. Uh, that's just sad. I don't know. It, and I understand, again, I understand that was the purpose of this movie, but it's just something that continuously seems to happen and justify for different reasons in movies with black male leads <laughs> that I'm like, ah, damn it. Here we go again. Um, so, yeah, uh, it, it got a palm for that reason. I think think i don't know Interesting. i don't know guys yeah you'd much rather a beverly hills cop where he goes because his friend got killed yeah you know what it is i just rather not be like i rather not be like something bad happened to this black woman i gotta go defend her honor and i'm happy you we, of course we should always defend black women's honor but i just feel like to justify a black man doing something good shouldn't be because something happened to a black woman i think again man this movie would have been better if it was Sanaa Lathan. I don't know why I keep saying Sanaa Lathan, but I feel like she plays these parts well. If it was Sanaa yeah. Lathan going to uncover what the fuck was going on versus Morgan Freeman, because I feel like it would have had a different type of touch and depth to it. Um, she might have like, been that a little was her too niece. young. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't know who would have been. Angela Bassett. Give me like some Angela Bassett or like a Regina, Regina King. Like it would have been different, I feel like, you know? That would have been, been cool. Different nuance. It would been different nuance. Again, Morgan Freeman's great. It's just, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, I gave it a fist because uh, cause it clearly deserves one because uh, <laughs> it's got a got a got a black lead with a with the sequel, uh, uh, you know, help help Morgan Freeman out. You got some other black people, you know, getting 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 their movie credits, even though Hollywood just ignored them anyway. <laughs> um, but uh, what else? Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, and like it was like it was cool. Like he was a freaking detective who like was out of his jurisdiction like that's a you know i always like those movies beverly hills cop die hard 
I don't know. When detective when cops are out of their jurisdiction, it's like a little bit more interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's all. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, this is Alex Cross, baby. You know, it's Morgan Freeman in his lead, and it's Alex Cross. And I mean, I know James Patterson is a is a white dude who who wrote this character, but you know, those books are you know so many of them are bestsellers, and so it's it was cool. Uh, to see this movie get made and to see it get made with someone with I, I would I would imagine an unexpected casting like like there were other people that they could have cast in this part but like for it to be Morgan Freeman is like is was kind of cool um, so that's I mean that's why I gave it a fist. What's your uh, favorite Alex Cross book? Since you love oh my, so much. my favorite no. Alex Cross no. book. But what? No, I just want to talk about uh, my favorite Alex Cross book is Crossing the Delaware, which is a, a, a it's about. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Absolutely a, not. It's, no, no, it's Crossing the Delaware. And it's about um, like it, it takes place just in Delaware and he has 24 hours to get from one end of Delaware to the other. And um, John, it's what's really yours? a racing. It's a, a, a very uh, invigorating uh, Mine's the cross. page turner. Mine's uh, the cross of the switchblade. Uh, <laughs> I think I think my favorite one is uh, when you cross my mind. You know, I felt like that's uh, what when was you going cross my mind. Yeah, that's a good one. That's yeah, a psychological a, thriller. That one, exactly. It had a little bit of romance in it. I was like, okay, okay, I dig it. <laughs> I also like I also like the 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 follow up to Crisscross, which was Crisscross Applesauce. Okay, yes. Oh, okay. Oh, okay Crisscross Applesauce, which was a it had to do with. Um, uh, poisoning, poisoning of foods, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it was a, it was a widespread. Uh, it was nationwide. It was yeah, that one was that one was deep. <laughs> Chris, mm. And then his last one, cro- cross, cross my heart and hope to die. Was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that one was honestly that sounds like a good one. Honestly, yeah, that sounds yeah, like that's his really, last really one. Good. And he's and throughout, you know, you think he's like on his. It's very much like the bone, uh, the bone collector. He's on mm-hmm. his deathbed the whole time. He's in bed the whole yeah. time, you know, on a hospital bed. Yeah, I mean. I mean, I heard they had like some crazy finale where it was like uh, crossed her sideways in the X, X marks the spot. You know what I mean? I heard they had like a crazy. I feel like that was a that was a bargain bin one. Yeah, that was a that was a directed that was a directed right. DVD movie. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, uh, if you rate and review us on iTunes, give us five stars. We'll read your review uh, on yeah. the air. Uh, this one is uh, Love for Ham. So hilarious and poignant. I love this podcast and I can't wait for y'all to do You Got Served. Wow. You Got Served is the movie they asked us to do? Honestly, I'm okay mm-hmm. with it. Mm-hmm. We should get some dances um, on for that. Uh, and then this is, I'll read one more since I already read the other Andrea's one. Uh, this is uh, Marcus J.A. Thank you for what you all do. American Gangster episode. The American Gangster discussion was one of my favorite episodes, probably because it's undoubtedly one of my favorite gangster movies. I must admit that Jarrah somewhat ruined it for me, though, since he (laughs) rightly brought to light one of the issues I originally tried to ignore upon its release. There was an excess of screen time dedicated to a relatively average white cop in comparison to its superior lead character and actor. Regardless, you all captured the gravity of the film subject, the acting talent, and the mistakes. Thank you for continuing to do this show in the midst of this pandemic. You guys are needed right now. Appreciate y'all, Marcus A. You know, we all here to do what we can do for the people. That's nice. You know? Thank you. Just do Thank what we can so do much. for the people. I'm glad people are liking it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, follow us, follow us at Blackman Podcast. Blackmanpodcast.com is our website. We have linked to our merch and our Patreon, which is 
no mm. longer doing new episodes, but we do have a year's worth of episodes on there. If you want to check that out, $5 a month. And you can follow me at John Bray Live. Twitter follow me at James Third Comedy, JamesThirdComedy.com. Third is three RD. You can follow me at Gerard Milligan on Twitter and Instagram. Oh, and shout out to everybody who's telling me HBO is free right now. Trust me, your brothers got it. Watching all the shows, okay? Free HBO. Uh, <laughs> so thank y'all for that. I had mad people be like, hey, bro, you can watch uh, The Wire. I'm like, hey, yo, man, thank you. Respect. You know? Right. I appreciate oh. it. I'm so interested to know if you, if you actually start watching that, what you think of it. All right. Uh, all right, guys. We'll see you next week. Oh, wait. What are we doing next week? Do we know? Yo, yeah, I no. mean, should we do? Should we do? Uh, uh, you got served? You got served? Come on, Bray. Oh, you got served? Okay, fine. Yeah. Come, on, come on, let's do You got served, baby. Oh, yeah, come I haven't on. seen that in a Why? while. Why? <laughs> don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the people want us to do You got served. Come on, man. Yeah, James, we got to dance do all the time. Why would you not want to see it? All right, all right, all right, cool. Yeah, we do a TikTok <laughs> episode, man. Let's let's do the next episode on like Instagram Live. Brett, how we hook that up? <laughs> Just All out right. here suggesting lives, watch parties. <laughs> we're, we're out. Peace. Peace. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. Ew.